Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something is true stories on a theme shared without notes in front of a live audience. Everyone has a story. What's yours? This year, I'll be featuring other podcasts I'm listening to and think you should check out. This Place Scares Us is a bi-weekly podcast discussing all of the things that scare you, me, and everyone. Join Laramie and Katya as they explore movies, monsters, strange happenings, and all the horrible things that lurk under your bed. Tune in every other Sunday evening and be prepared to shake with fright and laughter. My Sunday listening schedule is plum full, and I generally listen to This Place Scares Us as I get ready for my day on Monday mornings after release day. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and check them out at thisplacescaresus.com. The next Tell Us Something is March 20th, and the theme is Right Place, Right Time. We are taking story pitches right now to pitch your story. Call 406-203-4683. You'll have three minutes to give us your information and record your pitch. All right, let's get to this week's story. This episode of the Tell Us Something podcast was recorded live in front of a sold-out crowd on December 12, 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Eight storytellers shared their story on the theme, Getting Away With It. This week's story comes to us from Dixie Rayleigh and is titled, Not To Touch The Walls. Dixie shares her story of ascension and a poorly planned descent in Egypt. Thanks for listening. It's 1980, and I'm living in Billings, Montana, and I'm taking a class called Inner Pyramid Science where we're studying the metaphysical properties of the pyramids. The teacher announces that he's gonna be taking a tour group to Egypt in October, and if anybody would like to go to let him know. I instantly thrust my hand in the air and said, I'll go. Now my twin sister, Diane, had taken the class uh, the year before me. And so um, she said that she'd go along with me and had a couple of classmates that might be interested, a girl named Vona and a man named Greg. So when October rolled around, the four of us joined this tour group to Egypt. We were staying in a hotel that was about two blocks from uh, the pyramid complex where there's three pyramids and the Sphinx. And so we saw them every day. And to see them in real life is just the most amazing thing. They're huge and ancient and exotic and it's unbelievable. And so one day um, when we went to tour the pyramid and go inside, we were standing out in front waiting in this large group of people taking turns going inside and we were talking about you know, the things that we knew about the pyramid and Greg said, you know, it'd be cool to climb the pyramid. I've heard that people do that. You know, and you, it's illegal. You could end up in prison in Egypt. You know, and again, the Midnight Express thing, right? And, there's, and then he said, there's a guy named Fadag. He's an Egyptian man, and he was a bit of a legend at that time. Most people who've been to Egypt at that time have heard of Fadag. And he places himself around the pyramid at night. He's like a self-appointed guard, and he's just random. Sometimes he lets people climb. Sometimes he calls the guards and has them arrested. And sometimes he charges them a fortune to climb. So the best thing to do is avoid the guy entirely, but it doesn't sound like it's a very easy thing to do. So, you know, we, we're waiting in the crowd and we go up and 
it's, you know, broad daylight, and of course the real guards are there at the corner of the pyramid, and these guys take themselves quite seriously. They've got official uh, guard uniforms on, they've got these belts that go around and across the shoulder, they've got a billy club and other paraphernalia with which to subdue the unruly. <laughs> they've got assault rifles with bayonets, and they're standing there looking ever so seriously, and there's a sign beside them. And across the top of that sign snakes the message in Arabic, and on the bottom, in big block letters, missing the apostrophe, it says, don't touch the walls. And I'm looking at that going, okay, how are you gonna climb the pyramid if you can't touch the walls? But then I remember, uh, that's kind of the point. Don't touch the walls. And so I've got a 35 millimeter camera around my neck. <clears throat> and as we approach these guys, I gesture to them that I'd like to take their picture. So the one of them kind of nods and says, that'll be okay. So I put my camera up and focus and take the picture. And then I put my camera down and I'm just standing there mesmerized by what I'm looking at. These two guards and all their weaponry and the sign and then back to the guards and the sign and then I look up the pyramid and back down to the sign and at the guard and he's looking me square in the eyes like he knows what I'm thinking. <laughs> and he leans forward and in a thick accent he says, not to touch the walls. <laughs> so I smile and you know turn back with my group and so we've become friends with one of our tour guides, his name's Adif. So we get together with Adif that night and we thought, we're gonna run this plan by Adif and see what he has to say about this. So we tell Adif our little plan of climbing the pyramid and no, 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 you mustn't do this, you mustn't do this. People get arrested doing that. They will put you in prison in Egypt. They won't send you to America. They'll put you in prison in Egypt. You must not do this. If you decide to do this, you know, and then he starts telling us about Farag. Right, he's going, oh God, here we go with Farag again. So he's telling us about Farag, yeah, 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 we know. And he says, if you're going to do this, I will not be involved. I do not want to hear about it. So then we go around Egypt on our tour and with this in the back of our minds and we're at a tent party one night where there's um, these belly dancers with candelabras on their head and exotic music and this guy rides in on a little beautiful Egyptian Arabian horse and this horse is belly dancing and I talked that man into letting me ride that horse in the desert that night. But that's another story. <laughs> and so, um, we're touring around Egypt riding camels in the desert and it's just amazing. We're there for three weeks, we got a couple of days left. We come back to Cairo and um, we're staying at that hotel again and we're going, are we gonna do this thing or ain't we? So we decide, yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna do it. We're gonna climb the pyramid. So we get up at 1.30 in the morning and um, we're sneaking you know, down to the pyramid complex and there's a road that goes in front of it that's lit up with street lights through part of it. Now it's the middle of the night, it's pitch black dark and there's this huge light shining up the front of the pyramid so that it glows at night. And um, we know that Farag is over there and he sees us in all of this light. I mean, we're in the desert, there's nothing to hide behind. So we, you know, we get to the road and we're going, Okay, we're just walking down this road. 
You know, we're not up to nothing, we're just walking down this road. So, so when we run out of light, we cut back across the sand, and we, as soon as we get to the, um, to the pyramid in the dark, we hear this man's voice. Oh, God, it's Farag. He's caught us, you know. So Vona and Diane and I are just standing there like three sweet little American girls that have never done anything wrong. Farag speaks English, and so Greg is explaining to him that we're students from America. We've been studying the pyramid. We've been inside it, and we've been around it, and we've ridden camels around it, and we're just amazed by it. And now we would like to climb it. <laughs> and so Fadak thinks that's pretty cool, you know? We're kind of on the same page as him. We're all in love with the pyramid. So he's gonna let us climb. So Diane and Greg and I have all climbed things before we're outdoorsy people. Vaughn is a city girl, we didn't know that. So she's beginning to wonder if she's gonna be able to do this. So Fadig offers to help her and she pays him 20 bucks and we all start climbing the pyramid. Now the stones are different sizes as you go up the pyramid, so sometimes they're almost five feet high. It could be kind of challenging. So as we're going up, we hear Vona down below. And then Fadig. So it's like they're arguing. So we finally get up to the top of the pyramid and Vona tells us that um, Fadig was basically pushing her up the pyramid by the butt. And she, didn't, she didn't think much of that. So um, we're up there on top. It's, it's not, it doesn't come to a point anymore, it's square. So it's like 12 feet or, you know, in a square, 12 or 15 feet. And we're standing up there and it's just absolutely amazing. Uh, the sunlight is beginning, you know, as the sun is coming up, there's this little band of sunlight and oh, it, it's unbelievable up there. And the sky comes up over the side and he looks really familiar to us. We ask him who he is, and it turns out it's the actor, Richard Chamberlain. <laughs> so, oh good, people know who he is. It's kind of like Richard, I mean, um, George Clooney, for those of you who don't know who he is. So we're standing there talking to Richard Chamberlain, and he's telling us about Farag, and we're telling him about our Farag encounter. And then we're just up there watching the sun come up and, and the town is beginning to awaken down below in the outskirts and dogs are barking and the chanting from the prayer towers, Allah, and it's just magical. It's just the most extraordinary experience. So um, when the sun is all the way up and it starts to get light, there's a little bit of activity down around the front of the pyramid. So Richard and his friend begin to, to go down and he says, don't stay up here too long. If the guards see you up here, they'll meet you at the bottom and arrest you. Oh my God, we hadn't thought of that. We just thought about coming up, you know? So we go, <laughs> so we go darting back down the way we came and as soon as we get down to the sand, Greg says, spread out. So we spread out and we all start running. Running through the sand. Have you run in sand? It's not easy. <laughs> so we're running through the sand. <laughs> and I look over and my twins beside me, running in zigzags so that, so that if they started shooting at us, she'd be a harder target. <laughs> so we finally, we finally get back to that road and we're, we run across the road and we run down this little embankment and we're like, <gasps> You know, and we turn, see if anybody's after us. Nobody's there. We got away with it. 
Thanks, Dixie. Dixie Rayleigh is a native Montanan and has lived here most of her life except for an adventure or two where her body moved elsewhere and her heart stayed here. She has always returned to Missoula to be reunited with her heart. She is slightly magical and not afraid to break a nail, get dirty, or help someone in need. For photos of the armed guards and of Dixie at the top of the pyramid with her climbing companions and Richard Chamberlain, visit tellusomething.org. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Gecko Designs. The creative crew at Gecko Designs makes awesome logos that are off the hook. They build beautiful mobile-friendly websites for both large and small clients in Missoula and around the country. Gecko has been doing it for two and one-tenth decades. That's 21 human years and 336 Gecko years. They are also responsible for the shiny new Tell Us Something website. When you're ready to get serious about your website, Put a Liz in your biz. Visit the Gecko Designs team on North Higgins or online at geckodesigns.com. Logjam Presents. Logjam Presents is committed to creating a superior live entertainment experience through world-class production, state-of-the-art venues, and superior guest services. Headquartered in Missoula, Montana, Logjam Presents is an independently and privately owned live entertainment company. Logjampresents.com. Cabinetparts.com, the number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to Cabinetparts.com. Cabinetparts.com, in business since 1997, combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, Cabinetparts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The Good Food Store. Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, The Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at goodfoodstore.com. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Locally owned and operating four stations, including The Trail 103.3, Jack FM 105.9, U 104.5 FM and ESPN 102.9. Learn more at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Enlightened Lab Float Center. Enlightened Lab is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. They've also recently expanded to feature a sauna featuring a sun lamp to get you through those dark Montana winters. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. The bookstore at the University of Montana, a local bookstore serving the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. Fact and Fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactandFictionBooks.com. Missoula Federal Credit Union. Find them at MissoulaFCU.org. Thanks to Cash for Junkers, who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at CashForJunkersMusic.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Tell Us Something, email me at Mark at TellUsSomething.org. That's M-A-R-C at TellUsSomething.org. Podcast production by Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events. Those of you who download the podcasts, and most especially to the storytellers, Lisa Venuti, Brian, Dixie Rayleigh, Christy Hager, Rochelle DeVoe, Victoria Gannon, and Josh Slotnick. Remember, your story matters. If you enjoyed this story, please share it with your friends on your favorite social media sites. Thanks. Check out the website to listen to the story archive and find out how you can tell your own story. 
nexttelesomething.org. The next Tell Us Something event is March 20th, 2018, and the theme is Right Place, Right Time. Pitch your story at 406-203-4683. Thanks for listening.